We focus on issues continental now. Jean-Jacques Cornish with the Africa Report. Good morning, Jean-Jacques. Hope you've been well. Welcome to you. I'm very well indeed, thanks. I'm sure you'll be also be keeping an eye on what's been happening, uh, what will uh, likely transpire with Cyclone Freddie over Mozambique. But we're going to go to West Africa now. Africa's largest democracy, Nigeria's elections, presidential elections, they kick off on Saturday. It's an exercise of democracy, as I said, in Africa's largest democracy and probably the closest election in a quarter of a century, 25 years. 18 candidates. Uh, of course, uh, the uh, Mohamedou Bahari is not there because his term has expired. But Bola Tinubu, who's uh, the uh, ruling party candidate, Atiku Abubakar, five times he's tried. Could it be the make it, this could make him a sixth time loser, opposition candidate? And the third is Peter Obi, and don't write him off. He's very, very popular with oh. the youth, and the youth have registered in record numbers uh you know they're facing 45 percent youth unemployment 35 percent unemployment in the country and 25 percent inflation so clearly people looking at their wallets in fact not many people really worrying about the election as we speak they're standing online trying to get banknotes they have redesigned the bank the large denomination banknotes to cut back on inflation and to stop uh, forgery and so on. And they've had to bring in some of the older banknotes because there's just such a shortage of cash and people have responded violently outside of banks. So the country in, in some state of, of uh, disarray at this time, 93 million registered voters, Lester, And two previous elections have been uh, uh, postponed on short notice. We're mm. certainly hoping this doesn't happen here. There won't be voting at no fewer than 200 stations. Mm. So the issues, as I'm saying, are insecurity, particularly in the Northeast, more and more kidnapping for ransom, and the rather parlous economic situation. It's one of those Mm. elections, I have to say, that the winner is somebody that will not... uh, attract much envy uh, or uh, people I don't believe would really want this job but mm. clearly politicians are different animals aren't they uh, Peter Obi is is a, is an interesting prospect as a as a non-politician but as a businessman I wonder if this heralds if he is successful a period of post-liberation politics we we, we look at Zambia where a businessman uh, Akiende Shilema uh, he was not necessarily a, a, a mainstream politician. He was a businessman, and he uh, uh, was an outsider, particularly in the in, in the political establishment in Zim, in Zambia. But he built himself as a businessman who could fix the country. And I wonder if Peter Obi is successful in this campaign. This heralds some sort of change in post-liberation politics and elections in Africa, John Jock. Businessman in power in uh, in Lesotho as well. Right. This election, interestingly, is the first time since uh, the return of democracy in the 90s where the candidates are not either previous incumbents or former military rulers. So, yes, there is certainly a change. Mm. And while uh, U.S. President uh, Joe Biden was in Ukraine, uh, a surprise visit, visit in Ukraine, also uh, made an address in Poland. Uh, his wife has made a, uh, uh, the first lady of the United States has made a goodwill visit to Namibia and, and Kenya. 
Yes, indeed. Uh, you know, this was her sixth visit to Africa, but her first as first lady. And she came away or went there, uh, briefing on the plane saying, you know, that, uh, there, the, the, there's, uh, very interesting that, uh, the, uh, and made uh, it's almost a cliche about Africa being the youngest or the emerging country with, uh, one in four Africans, uh, one in four people on the planet in 2050 will be Africans. And it's the fastest growing and the youngest continent. Uh, but she's going to be looking at empowering women, empowering youth, food insecurity, drought, particularly in the Horn of Africa. And she's going to be talking about Ukraine, where, of course, a lot of the Africans are ambivalent, if not supportive of Russia. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's going to be a difficult uh, could be a very sensitive meeting for her. And at this time, you know, the first anniversary of the Russian invasion, uh, important what she has to say about the Ukraine mm. in Africa. And then finally, we mentioned uh, Cyclone Freddy, uh, South Africa, Mozambique, waiting tentatively this weekend when Cyclone Freddy uh, makes landfall. But it's already passed through Madagascar. And the has already been... Plenty of damage, even the loss of life in that country as uh, Cyclone Freddy made uh, made its way through that island nation. Seven deaths. Seven deaths. And only weeks ago, 35 Malagash died in a tropical storm. Mm. You know, that, that country really gets lashed at this time of year by the cyclones. Uh, my heart goes out to it. And then, of course, those that get across the channel hit Mozambique. And, I mean, I was just a few years back in Mozambique and Zimbabwe, which had both been very, very badly hit. Uh, You know, it it was said to have missed La Réunion and Madagascar, went to the north of it, but in fact did cause quite a bit of flooding and damage in, in, uh, in, uh, in, I'm, I'm sorry, I meant to say in Mauritius. So it was Mauritius and La Réunion. It didn't hit it directly, but did cause some damage there. But the damage in uh, Madagascar is really very serious, and they're going to have to pick up, as I say, they once again lashed by cyclones, a country that can ill afford that kind of natural disaster. Jean-Jacques Ornish, looking forward to chatting to you again next week. Enjoy your weekend. Have a good one, sir. All the best, eh? Have a good one. Bye.